Welcome to the Functional Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Holt. I'm a functional medicine nutritionist with a feisty attitude in over a decade of clinical experience. I work with women all over the world through my online programs, and I'm also the founder of the Functional Nutrition Academy, a 12-month practitioner mentorship where I help other nutrition pros level up with functional medicine methodologies. I've got a bone to pick with diet culture and the conventional healthcare model that are both systematically failing so many of us. Creating a new model is my life's work, and this is what the show's all about. Please keep in mind this podcast is created for educational purposes only and should never be used as a replacement for medical diagnosis or treatment. If you like what you hear today, I'd love for you to subscribe, leave a review in iTunes, share with a friend, and keep coming back for more. Thanks for joining me. Now let's dive deep. Hello, my dudes. Today we're talking about imposter syndrome. I um, There's so many different reasons we struggle with imposter syndrome, and that is not really the name of the game of today's show. I actually want you to walk away with actionable steps for when you're experiencing imposter syndrome, like what you can do to dig yourself out of it. So I originally released this on Instagram. It got a lot of uh, positive feedback. So I wanted it to live here on the podcast. We also created a companion guide. So it's like a little workbook that you can download because this is not something that you can do in your head. I really want you to sit down, put some pen to paper. Um, one of the questions I actually got asked recently on, on Instagram is, how do I start journaling? Well, this is a way to start. I'm going to give you journal prompts and I really want you to work through some of these things. Um, So head over to my website, erinholthealth.com forward slash imposter syndrome. You can download the workbook. You can print it off and, you know, write in it. And um, hopefully that really helps you. It certainly helps me. I am no stranger to imposter syndrome. I just feel like if you're out in the public eye, or even if you're not, even if you're not, if you're if you're somebody who's trying new things and doing new things and building and growing, you're inevitably going to come up against this imposter syndrome. So it makes good sense that we have some tools to work through it. So I hope you enjoy this episode. As a reminder, I'm teaching a boundaries broadcast. It's a boundaries workshop. This coming Saturday, Friday will be your last day to sign up for it. I'm really kind of thinking about moving some of my teaching to um, to more intimate containers. Um, that feels really good to me right now. The, the podcast is great, but it's me talking into a mic. Whereas Having a um, having a container, you know, having teaching in a in a in a community where we can speak back and forth and we can see each other's faces, that feels really important to me right now. So, depending on the um, how this goes, I may or may not be teaching more of those. So, I would absolutely adore it if I could see you there. I would love to see you there. I think boundaries is such an important topic, and um, I'm excited to tear it apart. This is information that absolutely will not make it to the podcast. So it's exclusive information or exclusive uh, stuff that I've never talked about here before. And um, it's actually part of my Functional Nutrition Academy training. We do a lot of business training in my practitioner program. And so I was creating the content for FNA and thought, hey, you know what? People beyond FNA should have access to this. So you can head to the website, functionalnutritionacademy.com. We'll link all this up in the show notes so you can um, sign up for it. Like I said, Friday is the last 
day that you can sign up. And hopefully I will see you on Saturday, which I'm very excited about. I hope you are too. And last thing before I hit play, uh, announcement from Organifi. They have a brand new product, which is funny because I've been, my family, Scott, Hattie, and myself have been using this product for a while. (laughs) They have sent it to us and I didn't know that it was like an exclusive thing that I was getting in early access, but it's called Glow. And the the reason that I'm excited to share it with you, you all, is because a lot of folks have asked me about a vegan collagen source and that that's that doesn't doesn't exist collagen is in animals it's a protein source right so a lot of us put collagen peptides and collagen protein into our smoothies and into our coffee and things like that um but that's like saying like is there a vegan source of bone there isn't so this product is created for vegans i mean non-vegans can certainly drink it too i do but it promotes our own innate collagen production. Um, It's delicious. It sort of tastes like raspberry lemonade. If I had to put my finger on it, it's Hattie's favorite out of all the Organifi powders. And uh, Hattie's my seven-year-old daughter, if you're new here, by the way. Um, But it kind of promotes that, that glowy skin look that we're all looking for, the hydration. So check that out. You can go to Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. And we always recommend using the link in our show notes because you get 20% off. So get on it, stay hydrated, have nice glowy skin, and uh, let's talk about imposter syndrome. I pulled Instagram and only one person said that they didn't need a chat about imposter syndrome. I think that one person should teach us a class because I sure as shit struggle with imposter syndrome. Um, So this isn't really going to unpack like why we experience imposter syndrome, more so like give you actual tools to work through it. I am somebody who has struggled with this feeling like a fraud or feeling like somebody's going to find out that I'm not really as good as maybe I think I am or something like that, right? And so I've navigated this so many times throughout my life and career and I want to share some tools with you that I think could help because they certainly helped me. So imposter syndrome, one of my um, mentors says that, first of all, it can be a good sign. I tend to hit imposter syndrome when I'm bumping up against my upper limit. And the upper limit is a term that I first heard about in the book, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Uh, I love this book. You can tell it is well-loved, it's dog-eared, it's underlined, I've read it multiple times over. But when we're bumping up against our upper limit, we can start to feel like an imposter. If we're moving from that kind of like a big fish in a little pond to a little fish in a big pond, we can start to experience it. Uh, When we're trying something new, um, these are all times that they come up that this imposter syndrome comes up for me and how it can present itself is feeling like, who am I to do this? Who do I think I am? Why did I think I could do this? <laughs> right? We get an idea and we're like, this is the best idea ever. And then we actually start to do it. And we're like, why did I actually think I could do this? Who did I think I was that I could pull this off? Maybe I'm not as good as I thought. That's something that a friend said to me that that comes up big for her. She's she's a uh, professional athlete. And every time she's about to hit a new goal, she's like, maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was. Um, and then I don't have what it takes. This feeling of like, hmm, 
maybe I don't have what it takes. So these are all different ways that imposter syndrome can, can come up and present itself. So when those feelings come up, it's really important to notice a few things. The first thing, and I have notes here because I don't want to forget things, is to understand or notice when you feel really solid in what you're doing. When are you like kind of in the zone, in the flow? Like, I got this, right? You don't question yourself. You're like, this is it. This is it. Like, when, when are those moments? Where are you? What are you doing? Who are you with? Observe that. Pay attention to that. Notice that. And if the thing you're feeling, imposter syndrome, is a new idea or it's something like new you're thinking about creating, at one point it was a great idea in your head, right? So where were you? What were you doing that when that idea arrived? I call it divine downloads. Like sometimes I just like get this idea. It's like it just comes into me. I don't know where it came from, but it's here. And I'm like, this is brilliant. This is my next big thing. This is the next thing I'm going to create. Where were you when that idea felt like a really good idea. What were you doing? Who were you with? What were you surrounded by? What's going on when you feel really clear about something? Notice, observe that. I'm feeling really clear headed right now. What are you surrounded by? Who are you surrounded by? What are you doing? What's happening? These are the things to really pay attention to. And then the other thing to notice is where did the shift take place, right? If at one point you're like, oh, this is it. This is the thing. And then you move into like, oh, fuck, <laughs> is this the thing? This can't be the thing. You move into self-doubt. You start to question yourself. When does that shift happen? When do you move into self-doubt? What makes you start second-guessing yourself? Where are you? Who are you with? What conversations are you having? What do you experience right before you move into that self-doubt? What happens right before it? Because at one point you're like, I got this. And then another point you're like, oh shit, right? I, um, I, I teach and I mentor other functional nutrition professionals. And there's a moment where they're like so excited to just go for it. And they're like, I got this. This is my passion. This is how I can help people. This is what I want to do. And then they're like, oh shit, I don't know anything. I can't help anybody. I, I know nothing, right? So what, what? Where's that misstep? What was going on? We really have to identify it. Um, I can tell you that I am my most clear when, like for in the morning, in the morning, when I'm out in nature, when I'm on a walk, when I'm meditating, when I'm doing breath work, when I'm having conversations with very specific people. That's when I'm like, yes, I can do anything. I can seize this motherfucking day. I, I got this, right? I'm so like jacked on myself and my own capabilities. Like I can do this. Those are like my most clear moments. So you have to identify what are yours? What are those moments for you? And then pay attention to when does the anxiety set in? When does the not enoughness set in? Is it conversations with certain people. There are certain people in our life, I call them the stay safers, that maybe they don't see your vision, right? They stay safe and they want to keep you safe too. Some people love us so much that they want to make sure that we stay safe, right? And so they tend to like mm, kind of keep us here, 
even though we're like, we want to be here. They're like, mm, this is safer. This is safer. So if you notice that conversations, whether it's with family or friends or peers or coworkers or whatever, make you second guess yourself. If you're like, this was a great idea that I had this conversation. Now it's not a great idea. Now I'm second guessing myself. Pay attention to that. We always have to ask ourselves, are they going where we want to go? Have they created what we want to create? Have they built what we want to build? Are they taking risks in their own life or are they staying safe? And we just have to run that through our own filters and just observe that. I'll also say that I think for me, I notice imposter syndrome comes up a lot when I spend a lot of time on social media, paying attention to what other people are doing and seeing what other people are doing. And I think this is a big one for a lot of us because we can be like so clear and like the next great thing or like what we're doing and feel so confident. And then we see somebody else doing something similar or doing something different. And we're like, oh boy, now I've just been knocked off my axis. So really pay attention to those moments that throw you off. Maybe it's an email, maybe it's a conversation, maybe it's fill in the blank for yourself. I have a general rule for myself. You might've heard this term create before you consume, um, which is essentially like, you know, uh, somebody used it as an example. They were writing a book and she said when she was in the process of writing a book, she unsubscribed from everybody else's newsletter because she didn't want anybody else's ideas to infiltrate her work in her book. Right. But my rule is a little different and it's center before you consume. So before I get into the emails, before I get into the Instagram, before I get into the phone and the social media, I have to center myself. So first thing in the morning when I get up, I have to get centered. I have to say like, what's my energy? Before I'm poking around in everybody else's energy and what everybody else is doing, I have to get centered and I have to get in alignment with what's my energy, right? What's Erin here for? What's this, right? Before I dip in and start consuming everybody else's energy. So center before you consume because it's, it's a lot less, it's a lot easier to get knocked off your axis when you're constantly involved in everybody else's energy, right? But if you can kind of get in alignment with your own, less easy, less easy. From there, I want you to actually do a practice. I call it a street cred list where you write down actual like old school pen to paper style. It's my highlighter. Uh, write down every single thing that you know, every single thing that you know. I'm 37 years old, so I know a lot of things by now. <laughs> I've had a lot of time to learn stuff. Chances are you do too. And so what this does is it gets our brain into like a new mindset of, oh man, I do. I know more things than I give myself credit for. Okay. I know a lot. I've accumulated a lot of information. I've accumulated a lot of knowledge throughout my life. And you can just keep going on and on and on and on with the list. Again, it's like to flex those muscles, to get yourself out of the mindset of, I know nothing, I don't know enough, I can't do this, blah, blah, blah. Then I want you to write down experiences that you've gone through that taught you a lesson. So write down the lessons that you've learned and the knowledge that you've amassed by going through these experiences. And chances are those experiences are unique to you, right? And 
these things that you write down, it might be related to the thing that you want to create or the new body of work that you want to put out there, the new thing that you want to do, or it might not, and it doesn't matter. Just get it out, get it out of your body, get it onto paper. And then the next step is to write out all the ways that you've helped somebody else. That's it. Three things, all the things, you know, all the experiences that have taught you lessons and all the ways that you've helped somebody else. And it's probably gonna take a little time, right? So do it. From there, the next step is to ask yourself, would other people benefit from learning these things? So these lessons that you've learned, these lessons that you've accumulated in your life, would other people benefit from those lessons? And then the next thing to ask yourself is, are there easier ways to learn this lesson or these lessons than going through the experiences that I've gone through? And can I be part of that easier way for someone else? So this thing that's on my heart to do, does somebody else need it? Can somebody else benefit from it? Does somebody else want it? And that's kind of how I run through like my mental checklist of this. So, you know, this, the, my next big project is continuing to promote my school, which is the Functional Nutrition Academy. And it's, um, it's a big deal. It's a big deal, right? It's like the, my next phase of my career. So if all the imposter syndrome stuff is coming up, of course it is. It would be weird if it wasn't, right? Um, but I know that my journey involved over $100,000 in 10 years of piecemealing my education together. And I also know, and a lot of experience, a lot of failures, <laughs> a lot of failures. And I also know that I could like put it together in a plan, a program to help somebody else so they don't have to go through all that same shit. So I know it helps people. I know that. And I have to remind myself of that over and over and over again to kind of conquer this imposter syndrome. He, the other thing I want you to think about is like, what if, what if, what if failure wasn't available to you? Failure wasn't an option. What if I told you that you can't fucking fail? If there's something on your heart to do, to create, to, to, to go out there and produce, what if I told you you couldn't fucking fail? How would that change the game for you? If you couldn't fucking fail, what would you do? How would you show up? What would you create? What would you say? How would you carry yourself? Right? This is the way that we have to think about. These are the things that we have to think about. And finally, I want to leave you with this idea of like, what are the things that feel good to you? What are the things, where are the places that you find joy? What's your gift? And what if your gift was actually meant to be given away? So the things that I tend to feel imposter syndrome on are like really big things that I'm creating in my life. Big time things, but they're on my heart to create. And I know in my heart of hearts that I, sh that I should got to do it, right? I got to get out there and do it. What if the things that we've been given are actually ours to give away to somebody else. And what if giving that gift away actually fills us up even more? Hmm. Would it be worth busting through the fear and busting through the imposter syndrome in order to do that? I think yes. I think yes. So when imposter syndrome comes up for us, we have to ask the question, am I right now in this moment 
talking myself out of my own potential. When the imposter syndrome things come up, am I talking myself out of my own potential? And am I talking myself out of doing something that could potentially benefit from somebody else? You have to get really honest with yourself about that. And going through all of these um, these motions, going through all this whole process, really helps me shift my entire mental framework and it gives me more grist for the mill to keep going. And like I tell my mentees, I am not here for people talking themselves out of their own potential. Fuck that. Life is too short, man. Go out and do the damn thing, right? I'm not going to sleep on your come up. You shouldn't either. Don't play mediocre, right? Not on my watch. Not on my watch. And I'm going to leave you with this final um, sentence from this book, The Big Leap. We need to savor our success. First for seconds at a time, then for minutes that grow into months. This is the anecdote to imposter syndrome, is to actually bask in our own achievements, in our own successes. Most of us don't do that. Most of us won't celebrate ourselves. Most of us are like onto the next, onto the next, onto the next, onto the next. Wash, rinse, repeat. So celebrate yourself. Bask in your own success. Savor your success. Practice it. One minute a day, then two minutes, then three minutes. And then it just becomes... It just becomes a, a thing you do, and it truly is the anecdote to imposter syndrome. So I hope that helped. I would always love to hear from you, any takeaways you get from this. And just another reminder to head over to erinholthealth.com forward slash imposter syndrome to grab the companion guide to this episode, which is a workbook. Um, you'll love it. It'll help. I promise. I've already gotten some feedback from you. So do that up. And a final shout out to show sponsor, Coyote River Hemp Co., who make my CBD. I'm calling it mine because it is my secret to my success. I use CBD, have been using this particular product for, I don't know, three years, four years. What is time anymore? I don't even know. But it really helps to manage my stress levels, my anxiety levels, when my nervous system feels really frayed out. And for whatever reason, it has been lately. I'm hearing that from a lot of you too. Um, And the pain, my my pain levels have been a little bit higher. So definitely working through some things. Um, But Coyote River Hemp Co. has my back. I use their full spectrum hemp oil. I personally use the 1,000 milligram tincture because... I don't know, I'm nice like that, but you might want to start off with the 500 milligram tincture. Um, Either way, head over to their website. We'll link it up in the show notes. Use code FUNK10. It will save you 10% off of every order you place there. So thanks for the love, Coyote River Hemp Co. And thanks for the pain-free days and nights. All right, you guys, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Functional Nutrition Podcast. If you'd like to submit a question to the show, fill out the contact form at erinholthealth.com. If you got something from today's show, don't forget, subscribe, leave a review, share with a friend, and keep coming back for more. Take care of you.